Welcome to Fifth Row Wild, everybody. I'm your host, Matt. And before we get to our episode today, uh, just one quick note. This episode, unlike some of our others, has some strong opinions in it, just because of the nature of the episode that we're doing. And neither Jake or I are really trying to speak of like a definitive stance or a gospel stance. Uh, our words definitely aren't gospel. They're all just our opinions. Um, we genuinely enjoy everything we talk about today. And it's an important part of fandom to be able to point out the flaws in the things you love. So that's what we're doing here. I uh, hope you all enjoy it. And our returning champion guest today is dun, 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 dun. Jake Mason. Oh, I wish I had my air horn ready. I don't. So I don't have it ready. Didn't. Sorry for cut. Sorry for cutting you off. I just got disappointed about my air horn. Oh. Thanks for having me back, Matt. Oh, if you had that air horn, that would have just been like, and we're done. Just, <laughs> just end call. <laughs> Hashtag podcast over. Oh, uh, I love that air welcome horn. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, uh, five, four, five now. Uh, I think technically <laughs> four. Five. No, technically five, but yeah. there's been multiple parts per each. Yep. What's a five oh. P called? There's because three three is a hat trick. <laughs> so what's a five? I I'm I'm not sure. Alan pulled off his uh his hat trick. It'll be last week for the listeners. He finally got his third in there, so he's tied with Shannon now. Uh everybody else just watching my throne though. <laughs> apparently. Someday someday this podcast is gonna make some money and I'm going to get a belt made. And just ship it to whoever has the most <laughs> visits. Oh, God, I'm going to get that belt. <laughs> See, that's that's how I'm going to get more guests. Is be like, you can earn a belt. You can take it from Jake eventually. <laughs> so um, we're rambling a bit already, but that's a okay. Bit. It's been a day. Um, and this is already going to be a slightly different episode of Fifth Draw. Um, Jake, what are we talking about today? Well, Matt, today we're going to be talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, it's a, a comic strip slash a cartoon show about uh, a man whose name is Jor, uh, Jor, Jorben Jostin, Jorben and he <laughs> and he has uh, superpowers, and they are weird. And he has a bunch of bad guys that are all named after mid nineties. Boy bands, and uh, the baddest Damn one it. is named Color Me Bad. <laughs> and his superpower is that he shoots his teeth like bullets at you. And okay, so we're going to start with volume one. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. It's all about learn how to breathe underwater. <laughs> you know, Matt, that actually sounds a little complicated. What if instead. Oh. We just talked about podcasts. Yeah, that'll work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was not prepared. Uh, So, Jorben Jorbston's great-grandson, his name is Jostacola Jones Soda, um, and no, oh, we're not, (laughs) we're doing podcasts. I had a bit, so I, oh, that hurt me a little bit. Oh. (laughs) Apparently my wounds from from Joe are still a little too fresh. Uh, Sorry, I did not mean I did not mean to squirt some lemon juice on those wounds. Oh, that was that was good. Oh man, um, yeah, we're talking about podcast today, uh, the most meta topic for a podcast. Yes, the snake's eating its own tail tonight. I feel like that's going to be a metaphor that we're going to come back around to near the end. Um, yep. 
So we're going to start off with a topic that I know nothing about. And okay. Jake knows everything about. Mostly. Mostly everything. I've listened to maybe five episodes over their entire swarm. Uh, of uh, so f- this is the McElroy family of products. Uh, the the brothers McElroy are my favorite podcasters. They have, uh, I think, collectively conservative estimate twelve to fifteen podcasts. I could probably name them all, but I won't. Uh, I don't listen to all of them. I should say that I don't listen to all of them. I listen to about half. I would say uh, I listen to so there's my brother, my brother and me is the flagship one. That is the you know the seafoam from which the rest were birthed. There is uh, the Adventure Zone, which is an actual play D and D podcast, and then from there it kind of splinters. Those are the only two they do together. Then Justin has Sawbones. I think he just has Sawbones, which is a medical history podcast he does with his wife, who is a doctor. Travis has about as many podcasts as I do. Maybe he has more podcasts than me, which is. I'm coming for you, Travis. I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, you better watch yourself. Uh, so he's got um, who boy? I don't listen. I don't think I listen to any of just his. So he's got Schmanners uh, with his wife Teresa, which is like about manners and and etiquette, uh, which is is pretty good. I just haven't. I got very far behind on it and dipped out. Um, there's trends like these, or just like a update, like what's going on this week, kind of show. I also don't listen to that because like it's bad enough out there. I don't I don't need to go seek it out. He used to produce Can I Pet Your Dog, which is an amazing podcast. Uh, but that's only tangentially related. Uh, and he's got a new one called The Kind Rewind, which is where him and his wife watch like shows and stuff. I haven't checked that out yet. And I I think he's got a couple more. I I'm not sure. Uh, and then there's Griffin McElroy, who is my favorite. He is uh the funniest to me probably the funniest person like period like he is the funniest um and so there he's got a, a podcast with his his wife called rose buddies which is about the bachelor i don't watch the bachelor but i do listen to that podcast so i can tell you what's going on he's got a, a game design podcast with nick robinson where they crowdsource game ideas and then make games around it and it's super funny uh it's called cool games inc and i think that's those are the only two that he has that are other podcasts they also do oh they also do another podcast this is the weirdest one uh every year on american thanksgiving they those three and the two guys from worst idea of all time watch paul bart mall cop 2 and talk about it it's called till and it will have it will go on until the heat death of the universe so if one of them dies they have to replace them with someone else it will go on forever it's called till death do us blart and it's very good. Is that the devil's bargain that's giving them their power? It might be. That this is this there's only been two episodes. It's only, you know, a year and change old. Um, but it's uh it's very funny. It's a real good show. Uh I'm probably gonna talk most about my brother, my brother and me in Adventure Zone, because those are the two best ones. Uh any questions or do you just want me to like talk no, no, about no, just, just roll, yeah. Um uh, I'm I'm familiar with some of those products from different Different things, and I think I uh, I listened to a McElroy related podcast for a little bit. That was like an older sister talking about trends to her younger sister. Oh, that well, that's still um, still buffering. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Justin's wife Sydney uh, and her younger sister are like fifteen or so years apart, 
And then they have another sister, Taylor, who joined um, about 10 episodes in. And so they just talk about like teens. It's a, uh, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. Um, and it's there are some genuinely amazing moments of podcasting, like Riley, the youngest, explaining how Instagram works for teens and how that's different for other people. Like, if, apparently, if you're a teen and you post a picture on Instagram and it doesn't hit, like, a certain threshold of likes, they just delete it. Why? I don't know. I mean, they also love Snapchat. And it's just, like, it's, you know, I don't get Snapchat even a little bit. Like, I understand the mechanics and the concept of Snapchat, but it's just not for me. It's just pictures that go away. It's pictures you can't keep. I yeah, don't I don't those. like that. That's my memory. Right, exactly. Like, I I just want a little more permanence, I guess, than Snapchat does, so it's just, you know, not for me. But Still Buffering is also in the McElroy family of products, and it is amazing. Uh, I, I highly recommend I I have that. listened to that one, and I enjoy the, the just huge generation differences there. It's just like, I identify more with the older side of that, and it's just like, I listen to these, to Riley talking about it, it's just like, oh, oh dear. Yeah. I would not it's, survive nowadays. I, oh, absolutely not. I am so glad. I cannot tell you how happy I am every single day that Twitter and by and large, the internet did not exist when, when we were, you know, coming up. Cause like that would just me. be a garbage dump and I wouldn't want anyone subjected to that. Mm-mm. Uh, oh, but the real world was already bad enough. Yeah. Uh, but back to Mabim Bam and the adventure zone. Uh, so I love my brother, my brother and me the most. That's my favorite podcast. Uh, it is, here's, here's the pitch. The McElroy brothers are not experts and their advice should never be followed. And that's basically all you need to know. That's the opening of every one. There's more, um, that's the opening of every episode. And that's just like how it is. It's not bad. It's bad advice, but not always. It's always joke advice. Um, sometimes the advice is good and sometimes they get sincere with it, but by and large, it is people ask them questions like, what should I do? And they answer. And usually it's jokes. Uh, then in between people questions, they go onto Yahoo answers and they have, they find a Yahoo answer, a question somebody asked some, you know, internet rando asked on Yahoo answer and they try to answer that too, uh, which just gets buck wild as you can oh, imagine. That sounds ridiculous and sounds like something i need to uh need to refresh on my feed occasionally it is absolutely okay here's here's what you do go listen to the episode coyotes ate my dad and if that doesn't sell you then i don't know if that shows for you because that is that is the only single episode of a podcast that i have listened to like five times because it is so good (laughs) okay i'm going there right now to download it yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, basically, I'm not going to say anything about it. I I want you to go in completely clean. Every everyone listening, if you have not listened to it, if you if you want to get in to my brother, my brother and me, don't start at number one. They don't even recommend that. They say start at like 150, um, because people learn and grow as you move on, and they have done a lot of that. They've been doing it since 2010. Uh, they're on almost episode 400. Um, or almost 350. I forget which. They're up 357 there. 357 is the latest. Okay, so yeah, they're 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 just after 350. Uh, so uh, start around 150. You can listen to the old ones, but just like check out the newer ones first. Coyotes Ate My Dad is my pick for best episode 
the other thing is you don't really need to know any there's no like long running jokes or 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 plot lines or anything you know there there's some things that pop up here and there uh, but by and large you can go into almost any episode pretty clean and and get what's up and and have fun so very much enjoy that cool all right and uh adventure zone i know is uh taking the internet by storm i think they're coming out with a uh, a comic book of that here soon. yeah they're they're, they're doing a, a graphic novel um the only reason i don't call it a comic book is because it's like more than one issue like okay. one issue is a comic book it is like a, a full length you know gotcha. thing and it looks awesome and a lot of people on the internet got mad because everybody wants their own specific interpretations of these characters that only exist in audio form uh, on the page and everybody gets mad about things on the internet. It's a whole it's a whole mess and they are handling it the best anybody possibly could. So I read I don't Griffin's envy release about it today. It was really good. Yeah, uh, they like the thing I love about the McElroys is that they don't e- almost ever say, well, that's your problem, not ours. If somebody has a problem with something they did, they will actively address it and try to be better f- for it. And that is like how I have, like I have adopted that, you know, for me uh, as best I can. Uh, but like early, early, early on, they like like episode like four or five. I don't very early in the era that they don't recommend you listen to. <laughs> they they made a joke about furries. And because, like, furries was just, like, this, like, punchline. It wasn't, like, a, you know, they weren't people. You know, it was just, like, a a joke. And then someone who was a furry wrote in and said, like, hey, that really hurt me, like, because of these reasons. And from then on, their stance has always been, be into it. What Like, whatever, like instead of making jokes on something, like, joke with something, I guess is the best way to put it, you know? And it's it's pretty remarkable considering like the amount of people on the internet who would not do any of that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, it's they're they're real great dudes. Um, back to Adventure Zone. It's a and D podcast. They the three brothers and their dad play D and D. Griffin is a dungeon master. It's awesome. The dopest moment in all of podcasting happened last year. And there's a this character named Taco, who is an elven magi- uh, wizard, and he did the dopest thing ever. And I can't say, hey, go listen to the the thing. You can, but that it happened in like episode 50-something. And, and it, it surprisingly built up over the last 50 or so episodes, and it just like culminated to this like crazy perfect moment that i like had a like not a nervous breakdown but like a joyful breakdown about it like as i heard it coming i was like oh my god he's how did you do that oh my god i lost my cookies it's so good <laughs> uh but it's uh yeah it's it's this huge story that starts off like hey here's you know regular D stuff and then like gets very deep in places and like goes in directions that like you would never expect. Um, and it's very, very funny. So it's, it's the triple threat. It's, it's the best. Nice. And the thing I like best about it is that it started off like the first adventure here. There be Gerblins is a, basically a D and D module with like a little bit of their flavor, like tapped on. 
And then after that, they just threw everything out the window and and are going in their own completely own direction. And it's all the better for it. And that's why on like Cool Kids Table, I'm always like, let's not do a thing that's been done. Let's not play in another world or do these, you know, like let's do something new. Because like the amount of cool stuff they have gotten out of Dungeons and Dragons, I feel like every actual play could be doing if they just let go of the shackles of whatever universe they're playing in so um, i say this is yeah. i say this is someone who has like a pokemon rpg podcast and like grain to of be salt. fair y'all have done some pretty out there things with that yeah i try i try to get off the rails as often as possible <laughs> in in world tour united <laughs> um but that's that's the mcelroy's um any any other questions anything uh no, that's that just sounds like a bunch of good stuff. Like, there, I think there's a good reason why those guys are kind of one of the most dominant voices in podcasting right now. Yeah, it's they. It, it is not unearned. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I I guess because we're talking about podcasts, which is like a bingeable thing. Um, like Gateway episode from a Bim Bam Coyotes at my dad, Taz the the Adventure Zone. You got to start at the beginning or else. Uh, it just won't be as good. There are th- that is like a lot of like little callbacks and stuff at like that just build on each other. So uh, gotta start that one from the start. That is that is just kind of the way a lot of actual plays go. Is yeah, unless they have an engineered jumping on point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, just start at the beginning and and enjoy the ride. Yeah, listen. Sometimes people have car rides, so just stockpile it for then and just yeah. roll with it. That, uh, that advice is going to come in handy with uh, the next set of podcasts we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, man. So happy. You're, now you can jump in on this one. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know about these. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you I'm going to get real mad at some stuff. Uh, well, Alan, Alan said the line to me that made me almost lose my cookies earlier and made me just furious with anger. So uh, we're talking next about the uh, Public Radio Alliance podcast or Pacific Northwest Stories or... Whatever their minnow beats whale or whatever. whatever. It's it's the black the black tapes, tannis, and rabbits. Yep. Uh this is trash TV but podcasts. And here's the line. I don't know if it's the line that Alan told you, but it's the line that makes me furious a lot of the time, but also not when you think about it in a different context. And I will I will try to alight uh, that. Their their commercials for Tannis are Tannis, it's like television for your ears. Hey, idiots, shut up. Stupid, insecure idiots. Television is actively dying right now, and instead of, like, likening your show to something cool, you're like, no, this other, what we perceive to be more prestigious thing. We're better than a podcast. Go f*** yourselves. But also... It is like television for your ears. It's like when you sit down and just watch Real Housewives of Atlanta or wherever. You're like, I just want to, I want garbage to pour over me. Like, that's what these podcasts are. And I kind of need that sometimes. There are some really great things that we're going to cover. And there are some really bad things that we're also going to cover. These are the, like, podcast equivalents for me of of uh, the sh- the shame show. Like, when, back in the day, I would watch Smallville all the time, but I would never tell anyone because Smallville was uh. dumb. 
Smallville was very good for four seasons, to be fair. And then the last two picked up, but there was a point in the middle where it was just super duper bad. There's only so many times that Lana could find out and then lose her memory the same episode. Oh, man. The, like... Season season five through eight was just like, hey, what if we did nothing good? Just like the whole th- nothing good. Uh, and it was an interesting experiment, but uh, <laughs> we're going to have a bad not Bruce Wayne and a and a bad Green Arrow guy. And uh, to be fair, Justin Hartley is dreamy, though. So that's all they I, I was for back then. I, I was OK with him being Green Arrow because he was he's a heartthrob. I think they might have traded up, though. So. This is definitely, if I had guilty pleasures, this would be one, um, but I, I just wear everything on my sleeve nowadays, so I, yeah, I'll talk about how much I like rabbits. I genuinely like rabbits. It's bad and stupid in a lot of places. Um, Tannis is almost actively the dumbest. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're trying to be very confusing and very stupid, but they're nailing it. And then Black Tapes had, like, the worst season ending that it just took a year off and is ending after the next season. Yeah, Black Tapes painted itself into a corner real hard and didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, we should explain the plots, right? We should probably do that at some point. Oh, you know. Uh, Tannis hits my buttons. I, same kind of holds for rabbits, like, the core idea of Tannis, which is that somewhere there's this lost thing, maybe a place... That's moved around, and it could be the Bermuda Triangle or Atlantis or any of these... Something. Yeah, these lost places, and it's this mysterious moving force, and it's got all the right pieces that make me just go, yes, I want that. I want all that. And then they put it in a blender (laughs) and add rum to it and hit pulse, and it's just, oh, that's gross now. But I'm still going to listen. It's like rum and grass clippings, and they're like, eat this consume this garbage now and i just look him in the eyes and go mm, i will but i'm not gonna like it <laughs> mm, i hate this uh so they're the black tapes is about they all take place in seattle um which which is crazy considering what they are about uh they are three completely disparate things that are supposed to take place in the same town and a, and i have a theory that we'll talk about once we get through uh, the 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 plot summaries. So Black Tapes is the first one. It's about this girl, Alex Regan, who is the host of a radio show that becomes a podcast because radio's dead. Uh, and um, basically she is interviewing this guy named Strand. I don't remember his first name because it's been a year since I've listened to Black Tapes because it just went on hiatus in August. I'm convinced it's Doctor. It's Doctor something Strand. Richard? Robert? I Robart? Richard, maybe? Might be Richard. Anyway, Dr. Strand has these, like, tape cases, like the clamshell tape cases that are black that are unsolved mysteries, because he has, like, this institute that disproves paranormal phenomena. But there is, like, a, a, a clean-out-your-desk-sized box. I don't know what those are called. Like, a file folder box full of these black tape cases that are unsolved like he can't disprove one way or the other and the farther in it goes like the first season is just about like here's what this one's about here's what this is and it's pretty good yeah and then they decide that they're all connected and they're all connected to strand and they're all connected to strand and 
religion and demons. Yeah. And maybe Alex and like like demons and hell and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it just gets very stupid. And in the third episode, there's this thing called the unsound, which is this like noise you play. And when you hear it, you die a year later. Unless you hear the opposite of the unsound, which I guess would just be the sound. <laughs> it's not well thought out. But they there are like five pieces to the unsound that will end the world. And basically the end of season two is you have to play them all from this like part this point of harmonic convergence that they thought was on this mountain somewhere in Europe, but it's not. It's in their radio studio. It's their like, IP address. It's ugh. their IP. Yeah, it's like the unsound is coming from inside the house, and that's where the season two ended, and they were like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> oh, that's a bad end. What do we do now? And they now Black Tapes is going to end after six more episodes. Like, it's starting in a couple months, and then it's over, because they they beefed it real bad. Yeah. It's, 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 again, it's got some real interesting bits to it, like the idea of a crazy symphony composer, and the Slenderman myth is in there, and, like, these ancient cave paintings that are legitimately in existence and legitimately weird as... And nobody really knows yeah. why they're there. And they just blend all that up. And then they're also just like grass clippings. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's it, like, it's a, yeah, all of, if you put it on note cards and put those note cards out on your table, like 95% of those note cards together would be cool. And then they have five note cards that are like, what if we did these things? And it's like, oh, that ruins everything. And so does this one. And so does this one. And so it's like this 5% ruins the rest of it and makes it so dumb it could have been podcast x files and that would have been amazing like that would have been fine but then they tried turning it into like podcast lost (laughs) and and, but lost season six you know the bad one much like uh, lost the only people lost were the writers yeah oh we had the whole we had this plan the whole time Mother no, you didn't. Sorry, I swore. That's the second time I swore. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Tannis. As you alluded to earlier, Tannis is about this myth that the myth of Tannis, where there's this place or thing or idea that is like else. It's like it's like a parallel world, but it's in our world and time and space. It's very like Lovecraftian in the sense of like there's a Lovecraft story and I cannot remember the name of it where it's they just keep going down and down in this cave and like oh that's the, one go, of the dream world stories yeah I don't I don't think it's the one of the dream world ones it might be like the curse of yig i don't know it might be a dream world one it's been a minute since i've read all the lovecraft mythos uh but uh so there's like this whole other world and it's it there's like a a breach in realities that you can access it through but and like it's it's weird and it's not but here's the thing and and black tape suffers from this too is that the Pacific Northwest stories, which later became the Public Radio Alliance, their style is overproduced to death and very poorly acted. All of the the cachet they build up is ruined by them trying to shoehorn nine solid minutes of ads into every episode and uh, them just like overdoing everything to the point of it being bad. Again, just like Black Tapes, it's got real interesting ideas. Real solid, legitimately interesting ideas, and I just blended up with garbage. And I know we're kind of hating on these, and I enjoy them, 
doesn't mean yeah it's like it's the same reason a lot of people watch bad reality tv it's like it's bad and you know that but like you do want to keep watching it (laughs) there's a good story somewhere in there and i need to know it also it's it gets pretty pretentious in a lot of places and and like that's maybe the biggest black mark against it is that like sometimes it just gets all it cat dogs up its own butt and it's real bad and it comes out its own mouth And goes, ta-da! Bad time. Yeah. Tannis also draws from, like, things in in our world and then also, you know, things outside of our world. So there's, like, uh, the Voynich Manuscript, which is this, like, manuscript that is undecipherable. And it's just, like, a lot of weird plants and stuff. And that, in the lore of Tannis, is, like, plants from Tannis, which are different than our, and, like, things like that. And, like, star charts from Tannis, where the stars are in different... And it's like, oh, that's neat! And then it's like, just, it gets stupid in a lot of places. And the only way you can properly understand that is unfortunately to listen to it all. Yeah, definitely 100%. Like on all three of these, if any part of this sounds even remotely interesting, go listen to it. It's very much worth a listen, yeah. but it will frustrate and make you angry. Just like, as long as you know that going in, then You'll you're be good. Okay. Yeah. But you can just like, like do what I do and just be like, no, I'm just going to. I'm just going to sit, I'm going to be a raccoon in a trash pile for a little bit, and I'm just going to listen to this bad stuff, and it's going to be good. And there, just just come to terms with the fact that something in there is going to happen every episode, and it will drive you bonkers. Specifically, yeah. something that happens in Rabbits every episode. Oh, God, yes. We'll talk about that in just one minute. And then, But again, though, there are nine minutes of, of commercials every single episode. You Here's what you do. Skip to two minutes and 40 seconds in. That's when the show starts. That's ridiculous. Then there are ads about 10 minutes after that and about 20 minutes after that. In the second to last episode of Black Tapes, maybe it was the last episode, it was a 27-minute podcast and nine minutes were commercials. A solid third of this podcast was commercials, and it's maddening. I hate ads. I hate podcasts that do, like, sponsored blah 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 like the McElroys have commercials they it right in the middle they they go to their commercial spot and then they leave and that's it and it like they're funny about it so it works and a lot of their best jokes come out of things like from their ad spots black tapes just reads it and tries to sell you garbage that you don't want or need and they try to do it like in universe and they try to make cute little jokes about like oh, do you need to send a lot of packages or maybe send in fan letters about this mysterious thing out in the woods? It's like, no, To your don't, favorite pot, yeah. Don't do uh, that. Uh, or like, you know, the woman's face was upside down. Except they don't say upside down. They say her eyes where her mouth should be and the mouth where the eyes should be. That's a big thing that happens a lot in Black Tapes. <laughs> Matt looked like he just smelled like three-day-old meat that's been on a step somewhere. It's not okay. And they'll be like, yeah, and, and her, the woman's face is upside down. But you know it's not upside down? You're, you know it shouldn't be upside down? Mailing your letter. Stamps.com. Like, no. Shut up. Please shut up. Please, for me, shut up. Either either just put it somewhere that it's just, hey, look, now we're going to ads. Or don't do them. You yeah. have a Patreon. Uh, Go just eat off of that. They also have a Patreon. It's how greedy are you? People like your show enough to actively give you their money and you're subjecting them to nine minutes of commercials. It's gross. But then there's rabbits. Yeah. Which is also, it's also kind of bad. Gross But, yeah. But it's my favorite one because it's about this like, this is also very new. They're only like five or six episodes in. Uh, Rabbits is about a alternate reality game but in the real world 
and there's been nine versions of it as far as everyone knows and it's there's like a you know the, there's like mysteries around surrounding that um they do say the dark web a lot that's what you were alluding to earlier um oh. rabbits rabbit says there's a dark web there's the deep net or the deep web and the dark net yeah it's a deep web the dark net and then and rabbits adds in this net. whole new layer the subnet which is like only on nine computers or something stupid like that. But oh. I think this one's actually pretty enjoyable uh, because they, I don't know, it just has its hooks in me. This one, more than any other one, has its hooks in me. I think Carly Parker, or whoever plays Carly Parker, is the best actress of the bunch. You know, Nick Silver, who hosts the, you know. Tannis, yeah. Nick Silver, who hosts Tannis, is pretty bad at acting. He's improved. He's improved, but he's still pretty bad at acting. Carly Parker's the best. She's not phenomenal. It's not Sarah Michelle Gellar up there or anything. <laughs> it, she's she's doing her best. <laughs> uh, but they there's like a lot of things about like weird video game Easter eggs and like weird unexplainable things in the real world that are kind of like Easter eggs, you know. Uh, and I like that. There's also this thing with time travel and like radio signals and like. Like, maybe time travel, we're not sure. Uh, like, there's it's a whole bunch of stuff, and maybe alternate dimensions. I don't know. It's pretty good. I like it. It's This is the one I, I hate on the least because I, like, actively enjoy listening to it. Yeah. But it still has, you know, all of the tropes. It's still got nine minutes of, of ads that are you know, very bad. It's also got overproduced bad acting. It's also got just, like, a lot of noise in the background, like, that they put in on purpose, like... I was listening to Tannis today, and he was talking about something, and God help me, I cannot remember what it was. It, oh, it was like he wrote down something. And there was like a like writing sound in the background. Like, hey, buddy, we got it. We figured it out, thanks. Like, yeah. Foley work is fine if you're doing a narrative. You're doing a documentary series. Because these all came out after Serial, and they're all like takes on Serial. Like if Serial were about paranormal weird stuff. It's that. Yeah. But they try to go real hard into it, and it doesn't land. But it can be a fun time. It's it's like going to see a Fast and Furious movie for me. I know it's going to be real dumb, but I'm prepared to go eat popcorn and turn my brain off. See, I feel like I would I would more compare it to like a Birdemic or a The Room. Like a movie that you know is very bad, but you will have fun listening to. Like because of... Like how like the bad stuff kind of helps, you know? It's, it's <laughs> like, a Sharknado. It's a Sharknado. Yeah, it's a Sharknado one before they like started buying their own hype. Yeah. Yeah, I got opinions about Sharknados. Sorry guys. Well the color up on number five, right? That's almost a fifth draw episode. Ugh. I'm never doing I think that. that one that's in my band That one's gonna list. be in that one's gonna be on in theaters, I think. The no. the fifth one. No. Yeah. <sighs> it's very stupid. But that's that's a Public Radio Alliance, uh, go check it out if you want to be frustrated. <laughs> I mean, I've heard worse reasons to go do a thing. Um, what we're going to do next, we're going to get our next three little segments are going to be um, a bit more meta than we normally get on this podcast. What we're going to do next is do a couple of quick Q&As. Uh, we, got some, we got some cues on Twitter that we're going to try to answer. And uh, then we'll do a section on Rapid Fire, our favorite podcasts. And uh, then cool. we have a good closing section that is going to be fun and interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that's going to go. Uh, but the yeah, the Q and A. Let's uh, let's 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 a some cues. So the first one, let me get to it, is from Shannon. 
I'm pretty sure it's the first one that was up on my list, so it's the first one we're going to ask. Uh, we already talked about Northwest Pacific Northwest stories, so that's Alan's covered. Uh, Shannon's Shannon Maynard, former guest of the show, tied for second place with with Alan. Now watch the throne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the key to keeping a balance of staying on topic, engaging the audience, and being an inter and being entertaining while being a host? Hey, here's where I'm going to sound a little pretentious myself. Being entertaining is not something you can make up. You can't you can't fake it. You either are or you are not. That's not to say that there is one way to be entertaining. There are many ways, and as long as you can figure out your way, you're covered on that front. I talk a lot and hope some stuff sticks. That's my trick. <laughs> make up the I, jokes. I'm, I'm also pretty funny like i don't have a lot else going for me like i'm not tall or handsome but i'm pretty funny so like i kind of lean into that uh as for staying on topic ooh, don't ask me two years ago because on the morphing grid we could not for a solid year we've gotten pretty good at it uh basically if you if your podcast has a topic if it's a like like this you know we have like there are specific segments you kind of got to feel when something's run its course with uh with you know the morphing grid which is like an episode by episode recap of Power Rangers, if if we're not at a certain point in my notes by a certain time, like, you just got to move on. You got to, uh, like, whatever you think the length of your podcast should be, and it can vary, and I like all sorts of lengths, you got to kind of know when you need to get back to it, uh, because presumably people are tuning in, not for specifically, like, no one's like, oh man, I love episode 280 of Power Rangers. I hope there's a podcast about that. But when you say like, hey, we're doing episode 280, people expect you to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so you do need to, you do need to get there at some point. Was there a third thing? Entertaining. Uh, on engaging topic. the audience. Oh yeah. Um, podcast is really weird in that sense. And that all you do is engage the audience. You know, radio, and I, I talked to my, my roommate has a, like a, he went to school for broadcasting and he's very bad at podcasts because he, he has like radio training. So like, he's talking to like a lot of people when he does a podcast. That's not who's listening to your podcast. One person is listening to your podcast at a time. It's a very personal experience to listen to a podcast, right? In fact, it's, I don't know about anybody else. It's kind of weird if I'm listening to a podcast when someone else is there, like if they can also hear the same podcast. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just me, but it's like, no, I want this for me. I don't think I've ever me. done that. Yeah, I only ever listen with headphones. Yeah, try it sometime. It's kind of weird. But, like, I'm talking to you, who is listening. I'm talking to Matt, but, like, you are listening to our conversation. It's not like we're broadcasting this for everybody. So, by that nature, we're engaging the audience that way. And I, th- I think when you know that, you- it's always there. Yeah. You know, like it's not it's not like an actively engaged. And also, like I do, like if I don't know something, which I don't know a lot, there's a lot of things I don't know, guys. Uh, I I will always be like, if you know, tell us because then that brings people in more and like it it moves the conversation off the podcast to like social media or something else. So I hope that answers. I think that's that's a think that answers it. Good answer. Yeah. Dowd asked. um Riley asked a good question about actual play podcasts, but I think it's a conversation that needs its own episode because there are a bunch of good actual plays. So, Riley, I'm just stealing your question and I'm going to turn it into an episode. Sorry, bud. I mean, we could do like we could do like a minute on it because I, I, if you want, if you want to just not do it and just do a whole episode you, later, you can you can do that. We can Riley might be the guy to talk to about that. Um, what he yeah. asked was. 
comparing and contrasting different levels, like different things that actual plays do, um, like post different post-production, like adding music, like how the levels of production, things like that versus just like, you know, there are some where they have like the full music package included in it and sound effects. And y'all do some of that on cool kids table and on Pokemon world tour. I know PWT United, y'all have like a sound bed under there. Yeah, I, I try to. It's, it's not always as robust as I would like, but hey, I'm not making any music myself, so... But there are also some that are just six or seven people sitting at a table rolling dice, and it's just like they put a microphone in the middle and let it go, and that's their episode. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're all pretty valid ways of doing it, because the three he mentioned was like us versus campaign versus uh, oh, Critical Role. Role. Yeah. Uh, I haven't listened to Critical Role because every episode's five hours long and they post every other day, and I don't have that kind of time. I yeah. just don't. I like I can't do it. Sorry, guys. Um, I literally five hours is a joke, but I did see that there was an episode on because they also posted YouTube. There's four hours and forty eight minutes. That's too long for a podcast. That's a day. That's a that's a that's like a half of a work day. If, if I ever did that, I would just cut that into five episodes and have yeah, a month of content. You know, um, and I think Critical Role has a very big. Obviously, it's like a lot of famous people doing it too, which is like kind of a trick you know it's you know if you have a following you have a following built in whereas if you start from nothing and decide hey let's talk about power rangers uh you kind of have to you know <laughs> work up to wherever you Quite land to it yeah uh, yeah but i think part of the reason people like it is because they want to listen to a lot of these characters you know um and and if, if that's what you're into then that works personally i don't want more than an hour and a half i can help it you know uh, at a time i mean more than that is fine sometimes but it, it very much depends the the just like hey let's put some dice and and go that can also be pretty cool like that can also just be like feeling like you're just sitting at the table with some friends you know like it's weird because you're not allowed to play but sometimes it's fine you know yeah. uh it's just like hey some friends are playing D while i'm here that's that's pretty cool pokemon world tour united it's a uh, like kind of a riff on the games the anime so i did want to add like a little bit of the in-universe element but it's also not super like produced like you know there's like a a music bed and i just started using some sound effects in the last episode because i felt it needed it but for the most part it's just like yeah here's some music just to kind of like guide the mood and and that's all i really do and then campaign i listened to one episode of because i don't like star wars that much so it didn't really hook me um i didn't you just rolled your eyes at me man (laughs) i'm sorry i'm really not listen i love me a star wars i've got a lightsaber over there somewhere hey and Everybody loves the Star Wars. That's fine. I'm not yucking your yum. I it's just not for me. Hey, <laughs> I just I'll, have a lot of problems with it, and I'm not into Star Wars a lot. There are a lot of other flavors out there for you to enjoy. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also don't like Star Trek. So don't be like, oh, do you like Star? No, I'm not a Star Trek or a Star Wars guy. I like Firefly. That How do you makes feel sense about to Stargate? me. Stargate. <laughs> uh, no, too much. There's too much of it. I haven't. Uh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> well, so Dow's question. Is uh, hopefully we answered that Riley, but I mean, you're probably Riley is probably more uh, qualified to talk about it than I am because I only listened to Adventure Zone and the one shot proper, yeah, and then the podcast that I do. So I don't, you know, um, I don't edit Cool Kids Table, so I don't know what Alan's thought process going behind the production is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dowd asked Jake, you both create and consume a lot of podcasts. Any you might recommend about how to podcast, including post-production and release? I don't listen to any podcasts about podcasting. I know you are right now, and I'm talking, I'm do. I'm making a po- I am with Matt, I am making a podcast about <laughs> podcasting. So it sounds weird to say that I don't listen to them. 
but I'm only kind of good at one thing and that's podcasting. So I feel like I, you know, I got it. I'm a big proponent of like figure, like just figure it out as you go. Um, like learn from people and ask questions, uh, you know, to, to people. But like, I, I learn best from doing, I actually, I'm an auditory learner, so I learn best from hearing, but I, but after that it's from like making the mistake and figuring out why the mistake happened and not doing it again. Like, like maybe you accidentally uh, ruined your first episode of the podcast that you made. Uh, your first ever podcast. Maybe you did accidentally uh, make it all robot and staticky, so you had to do it again immediately afterwards, uh, like we did oh, with no. the Morphin Grid. We started <laughs> off on a low note, and so we can only go up from there. <laughs> <laughs> but as for as for what was the second half of this question? As for like the production and, and equipment? Yeah, yeah. Things post production and release, like specifically focusing on that. I know there are some out there. I listened to a couple, and all it like what I took away from it was. Don't pour tons of money into this right away. Start small and like get the free editing software and go from there. Yeah, uh, I I edit like an insane person, so I'm not quite qualified to, to talk about that. I mean, I am. I'm I'm the very best at podcast editing, and I that sounds like me toot my own horn, but I mean it. <laughs> I'm really good at it. That said, you don't have to be. Don't be me. Don't do what I do. Don't. Don't go crazy cutting out half seconds of silence and ums and uhs from the middle of sentences, which I do and I've gotten very good at. Uh, for releasing, pick a day and, and always do that. Just keep releasing on the same day. Consistency above all else yep. is is the most important thing. If something's going to come up that's going to prevent you from coming out on that day, tell people. Let let everyone know, like, hey, it's going to be late. Like, like here's how... I get my podcast on the air. We record. I edit them. Josh puts them up. Josh is not as punctual as I am about things. Sometimes they go up in the afternoon. Sometimes they go up in the morning. Sometimes they go up late at night because he forgot to put it up in the morning and had a weird shift in the middle of the day. But it will go up on the day that I that we say, and I will always be like, hey, it's going to go up later. It's going to go up at this time around that, you know, uh, because that's the most important thing is is consistency like every monday and friday you can expect a morphin grid every wednesday you can expect a pokemon world tour one way or the other i had to skip one and it literally like made me nauseous <laughs> that we had to skip one i know there are a bunch of podcasts out there i listened to a few when i was starting this thing honestly the best advice i got from them was just just try it out just go just go do the thing what whatever it is you want to go podcast about just go do it and ask questions like you're twitter friends with both of us we both do them yeah ask yeah um i i another another like big thing is make sure you want to do the podcast that you're doing uh if, if like if you're not into it no one's gonna be into it <laughs> so so make sure you you very much enjoy what you're doing there is a saying i don't know where it came from but i i've accidentally taken it to heart find what you love and let it kill you <laughs> so corollary to that is uh the there's a thing i've been learning recently that ideas aren't a big deal you can have a million ideas in a day and okay, who cares? Jot down the ones that sound interesting, let it sit for a little bit, find one you really love and do that thing and just let the others cook. And some of them you'll end up deleting off of your list and some of them yeah. you'll look at later and go like, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to yeah, do that. Uh, th there's also um, like having something done is better than having something thought of because like yep. if it's not done, no one can listen to it. What's it matter? And you feel good when you finish something like that's 
that endorphin rush never goes away. I'm I'm 500 podcasts in and like like individual episodes of podcasts, probably more. I haven't done the math. Like when I finish one and I hit like export, like that's good feeling. That's that's good. Uh, I have I have three podcasts on a on a back burner right now that like are going to be in production, but like it they don't matter until they're done. They don't they don't exist yet. And if they don't exist, then like eh, what's you know they're, they're no no one knows about them. So you can get rid of them if you don't, even if you tell people, like I, I had this idea for a podcast and I told a lot of people, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I was like, I don't actually like that idea. So I didn't do it because it would be a bad podcast, but yep. that's, uh, that's all the and, advice off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll think of more as we go on, but. And listen, if you have an idea that you think is cool, but isn't up your particular alley, toss it online and let someone else dig into it. Yeah. Share it if you're not going to use it, man. Someone else might have fun with it. Um, yeah. Last question is from Christina Woods, former guest of the show. She a asked, miracle worker, if, if I may say. Uh, she, she's <laughs> doing the Lord's work over there with Pokemon, uh, PWT. Yeah. She said, uh, preferred mics and recording equipment. Matt, what is your setup? Yours is much simpler than mine. <laughs> I've got a Blue Yeti. I think, I know Shannon has one of these as well. I have it on like a suspension rig thing and I've got a pop guard and a, like a portable sound dampener thingy that I'm not actually sure works and... Might just be a <laughs> waste of space, but it looks all fancy and audio-y, so points. It makes me feel better. I have, like, a sound mixer and condenser mic, or I guess they're cardioid. I keep saying condenser, but they're they're not exactly condenser. They're, they're, like, microphones that only pick up, like, right in front of them, uh, and those go to an external sound card, and those go through an auxiliary cable uh, into my computer. It's a more pricey setup, but it's I, I, I trust it a lot. I really enjoy it, uh, especially for how Josh and I podcast, where we are across the room from each other. Like I'm on one couch, he's on another. If we put a pod, like a, a a microphone in the middle of us, that would not sound as good as two mics pointed right at our mouths. You know, yep. so that's what I'm working with. I, I I will say, in in the far future where I get to just have whatever setup I want, I want to get like a nice microphone stand that's on an arm, that's braced and everything, with the good pop filter. And I want to get, like, a couple of other mics just like yours so that I can just bust them out if I have guests around. Yeah, it's it's super handy just to be able to, like, plug in, you know, and they all go into one channel so you don't have to, like, fuss with people being on different channels because that, like, like exponentially increases the amount of time it takes to edit is the, the more tracks you have. Uh, so, like, it just kind of puts you all in one. Uh, you can you have a lot of control over it. You can affect your highs and lows. We just have it, like, all straight down the middle like nothing fancy we sh- we should have fiddled with it because josh's voice is different than mine uh his voice carries a lot more uh mine's a lot more nasally so like hey, if i was around there i would be meddling with those controls all day long because sound is like my jam i enjoy messing with boards they're the best it's it's real nice it's like we just have it like in a very simple like yeah fine everything right down the middle <laughs> uh, i can tell you that i got my setup because it was easy I found the Yeti uh, on sale on Amazon one day, and I know it's gotten really good reviews, and it's worked really well for me. And I can just plug it into my computer and not worry about it. If I had my druthers, I would have some really nice SM58 mics and a really nice little small board that I could just control everything on. And I probably will one day because I'm a crazy person about audio quality with microphones. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about getting a uh, just a plug-in, like a Yeti, 
or like a, a four podcasting microphone because like this is a little complicated for if I'm doing like what we're doing now. Like if I'm if we're if we're Google Hangouting and doing a podcast, like I would much rather just have like a mic that I can plug in and put up instead of having to like set up all this stuff. But at the same time, I have consistent audio quality. <laughs> it's real good. Yep. So uh, those are all of our questions. And what we're going to do, because I, I know what our next two topics are, is we're going to pause here and we're going to do your outro and we're going to make this two-parter. Oh, I didn't mean for this to go two-parter. Dang it. <laughs> Buddy, we are already at 58 minutes. <laughs> uh, this uh, is a problem. Uh, I have a problem, Matt. <laughs> Um, so that's going to end our episode this week. Uh, we're going to have another surprise two-parter. This has become, become the unofficial motto of this show is, uh-oh, two parts, never a third parter ever, 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 ever again. That hurt me. Um, that was well, that, no, that was Shannon. That was I, Shannon. Just had, I just had an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that probably should have been a three-parter, but I was stubborn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jake, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. That's where I am. All day, a day, uh, at JJ underscore Mason. I have seven podcasts that I, in some way, I host or produce. There's uh, The Morphin Grid, which I talked about earlier. There is Pokemon World Tour United, which is a actual play podcast in the world of Pokemon. There is Pokemon World Tour, which is going through the world of Pokemon fr- from a, like a tourist point of view. And like, what's here? What's It's like a walkthrough, but a podcast, which is, I, th- I think, unique to us. Uh, there is Cool Kids Table, which is uh, another actual play RPG uh, podcast where Josh, Shannon, Alan, and I, who have all been guests on the show before, uh, go through different systems and play games in a bunch of different RPG systems, and it's very fun. Uh, Matt is actually on our current one. By the time this airs, that will be up, uh, and uh, it's it's going pretty good, and we're recording more tomorrow, so I'm yes, very excited about that. Uh, there is, let's see, what else I got? We got Hard Reboot, which Matt and I do with Alan. Uh, there is GasCast. I always forget about GasCast, which is a monthly games and sports podcast where we talk about an old gamer sports show. It's real fun. Uh, I we just did Supermarket Sweep, which is just a thing I want to watch all day forever now. Uh, then there, I edit Sailor Business, which is an episode by episode recap of Sailor Moon, and I'm pretty sure that's it. I hope I'm not forgetting any more of my children. I have two podcasts in the works. Uh, one is super double secret. One is like probably I don't know if it'll happen or not. <laughs> Um, if there's other stuff, just like, just like, yeah, for now that's it. I'm pretty sure you can find us on the internet at fifthdraw.com. Follow us on Twitter at fifthdraw or email us at social at fifthdraw.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Hoodley. If you enjoyed this episode, why not give us a rating and review or maybe tell a friend getting the word out helps us immensely. Our music is arcade montage by Lee Roosevelt and can be found at the free music archive. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode. And hey, thanks for listening.